Turn please to 1 Timothy, the 6th chapter. 1 Timothy 6. We're beginning a new series today. Yay. And <laughs> 1 Timothy 6, verse 10 is our text. It says, For the love of money is the root of all evil. Some translations say all kinds of evil. Which while some coveted after. Is there a connection between love of money and covetousness? You can see that. While some coveted after, they have erred from the faith. How many understand you can't come from somewhere unless you were there? Yes, sir. Mr. Where'd you come from? I come from Branson. That means you were in Branson. Yes, sir. And uh, they must have been in the faith. But then they erred from the faith. Didn't they? Why? Love of money. And they got away from the faith and they pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Now with that in mind, I want you to brace yourself. The title of our new series is this. Would Jesus wear a Rolex? I <laughs> said, are you serious? I'm serious. Would Jesus wear a Rolex? Or by extension, an expensive watch? Or you know what I'm talking about. Would he drive or ride in a new Mercedes? Or a new Lexus or a very expensive car? Would he wear a $3,000, $5,000, $10,000 suit? Would Jesus wear expensive jewelry? Yes. Would he live in a multi-million dollar house? Yes. Would he? Well, a lot of you are nodding your head. You go, yeah. Well, if you believe that, you are in the minority. Millions of Christians would be quick to say, no. No, he wouldn't, and neither should you. Have you met any of these folks? <laughs> I guess you have. They'd say, oh no, 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 Jesus would not wear a Rolex. Jesus would not drive in a new Mercedes. Jesus would not. No. And some people feel quite strongly about it, don't they? They get animated about it. They have very strong feelings. They get upset when people have, what in their mind, extravagant things. And excessive things. Particularly they get mad if preachers have expensive things. <laughs> they really get worked up. If it's a preacher involved. Well Jesus was a preacher. Jesus was the preacher. And uh, our question is. Would he wear a Rolex? And we want to examine this. In some detail. Not just today. But as the Lord would enable us. Let's just. Begin to break it down right now. I mean, is it okay to have a watch? Yes. Is it better to have a cheap watch or a good watch? Good what do you think? Good well, if it's wrong to have an expensive watch, what's wrong about it? Is it just that it's wrong to have a high quality item? 
or it's wrong to have something that costs that much. What is the problem? Well, what if it was extremely expensive, but you got a deal, and you were able to get it for the same price that somebody else got their plastic Timex? Would it be okay to have it? Or what if somebody put it, got it on their heart and they gave you a $25,000 watch and it didn't cost you anything? Would it be okay to keep it? Would it be okay to wear it? And if somebody saw it, let's say somebody gave you a $100,000 watch and the thing's got diamonds, I mean you need a dimmer switch on it. It hurts people's eyes when you move your wrist. And if they look at it and they said, oh, that, oh, that ain't right. That ain't right. What if you could say, well, you paid more for your plastic Timex than I paid for that. I didn't pay anything for it. It was given to me. Would it not be okay for them to keep it and to wear it? Or let's say it was their money and they didn't lie to get it and they didn't steal to get it they didn't hurt anybody to get it it was their money they came by it the right way and proper way and they paid above retail they paid $119,995 for it well if it's their money why can't they spend it on what they want to what's wrong with having the expensive watch and if it is wrong then where's the break point? And who said it? Mr. said, oh, 10,000 is too much. Well, is 5,000 too much? How about 1,000? 500 too much? Are we all to check in with you? Before we buy our watch? Uh huh. Some folk feel very strongly about this. They said, Would Jesus wear a Rolex? They said, No, he would not. I don't think he would. Others say, I know he wouldn't. There's no way Jesus would wear expensive things, live in expensive He would not. If you say, Okay, that's, how, that's what you think about it, what are you basing that on? Well, that's just how I feel. Well, that don't mean much. That's what I think and I feel very strongly. Well, all that means is that you feel very strongly. What's it based on? How many understand your feeling or mine is not enough to settle this question? Your opinion or mine is not enough to answer these questions. Your feeling or mine is not enough for us to base our life on. Well, I feel. Well, I think. Well, that's just not enough. And then some people... They feel strongly that the scriptures teach that Jesus wouldn't. But do they? What scriptures are we talking about? Let's look at them. And look, if Jesus taught us to be poor, then let's quit messing around with it. And do it. If it pleases him for us to be broke, for us to live on a low, low level, then let's do it. And not mess with it. Not just talk about it, let's do it. The Bible said in Titus 3.9, you don't have to turn there, but Titus 3.9 says, avoid foolish questions. 
And 2 Peter 3.16 in the NIV says, Ignorant and unstable people distort the Scriptures to their own destruction. Distort Scriptures. Ignorant and unstable people distort them, twist them. I was watching an internationally known talk show. It's been on for years and years and years. If I called it, you'd know it. Uh, This has been several years ago. And the people, the host and the people on the other side were talking about some of these things. And one of them talked, brought up a preacher that had a new Lexus or two. And oh man, they were really cutting him down because of it. And uh, one of them spoke up and said, well, yeah, you know, it's just like the Bible says. These preachers are supposed to lay down with the lepers. I'm not making this up. I'm quoting Exactly what they said. These preachers are supposed to lay down with the lepers. And everybody else sitting at the table went, yeah. (laughs) Lay down with the lepers. Now, I've been reading the Bible for a few years myself. How about you? Have you ever read anything in there about laying down with the lepers? And yet, he quoted it like it was scripture, and they all nodded their heads like they knew where it was. <laughs> that is ignorant and unstable people distorting the scriptures. And here's the thing it's to their destruction, it's destroying them, and they don't even realize it. Now, The reason we're getting into this, I believe number one, is the Lord, I believe he's leading us to do it. I didn't just do this off the top of my head. I looked at it and I checked and I checked again. But another reason is that people are struggling with this. Even people in our circles are struggling with these issues and it's costing them their faith. If you're not sure whether it's God's will for you to have something or enjoy something nice... If you've got any questions about it or wavering about it, you cannot have faith for it. Cannot. Not it's hard, you cannot. As long as you're questioning the will of God, you can't have faith in these areas. And you and I are dealing with centuries of distortions of the Scripture. You heard things taught, your parents heard things taught, their parents heard things taught that are actually diametrically opposed to the Bible. And yet it is widely accepted as the Bible, as truth. The traditions of men have made the word of God of none effect. Let's search the scriptures. Are you okay with this? Let's search the scriptures. Let's answer the question, would Jesus wear a Rolex? Well, you don't need to deliberate so much about what would Jesus do. Number one, there were no Rolexes when Jesus walked the earth. So it's irrelevant in that sense. But there have always been expensive things Hmm? that a few people had that most people didn't have. Most people didn't have the money to get. There have always been, I mean all the way back, there's always been expensive clothes, expensive jewelry, expensive houses, expensive horses, And chariots, expensive boats, or ships, always been. And instead of 
theorizing about what would Jesus do. And you hear quite a bit about that in certain circles. What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do, people say? And one reason they say it is because they think you can't answer the question. They think, well, nobody really knows, so everybody just kind of has to do what they think Jesus would do. And what you wind up is every man or woman doing what they think. You don't have to theorize about what Jesus would do. What you need to find out is what he did. Because what would he do? He would do exactly what he did. Because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Find out what he did. Find out what he said. And that's what he would say and do now. Now I want you to just, you know, be ready and be open. Because we may tip over a couple of sacred cows. (laughs) In the process of this. We may say some things that you have thought for years is right, but don't take my word for it. Examine yourself, test yourself. Where's the scripture for what you're believing? Where is it? I know when I first went to Ramah, a few months into it, the Lord began to deal with me. He, I don't mean to heard an audible voice, but distinctly inside me, he prompted me. He said, Keith, everything you see that you believe, prove it from the Bible. Everything you think you believe, find in the scriptures where it is, not kind of, sort of, where is it, and prove it and back it up. And so as the months went by, something had come up, and I think, well, I believe that, and the Lord would remind me, well, prove it. So I'd begin to search. And boy, I did a lot of searching in those days. And thing after thing, I'd think, well, I believe that. And I'd search and search, and I couldn't find one scripture to back it up. I thought, well, I know that's so. We've always believed that. And the Lord said, prove it. Prove it. Show me. (laughs) And finally, I realized I didn't get that from the Bible. I got that from some preacher that heard that from another preacher. I got that from a relative that said they always said that. Mama said, and and Aunt Minnie, and Uncle Bob, and Reverend so-and-so, and and our denomination, and, and our group. How many understand? That's not good enough to build your life on either. I don't care if it's me. Who it is. Do not just take it because you hear it. Prove it. Find it. Establish it. Would Jesus wear a Rolex? (laughs) What would he do? Go with me if you would to uh, Matthew the 8th chapter. Now what people are getting at when they answer no, he would not, and neither should you, is they are saying you should live like Jesus lived. And that sounds good until you really begin to examine it. We should live like Jesus. You go, okay, we should live materially and naturally, just like Jesus lived. Right. Are you sure? Let's examine it. Matthew the 8th chapter. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're pushing on one of those cows right now, aren't we? (laughs) Matthew 8. (laughs) 
How many of some sacred cows need to be tipped over? They, they need to be taken out of the pasture. They need, right? They need to be removed. Matthew 8, 8 and verse 19. A certain scribe came and said to Jesus, Master, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus said to him, The foxes have holes, the birds of the air have nests. But the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. A number of people have seized on scriptures like this. And they have concluded that Jesus lived in abject poverty. And a certain amount of that is true. He did experience poorness. But then they also conclude we should live like he did. Well, he out of his own mouth... He said he had no place of his own. Foxes have their little dens. Birds got their little nests. Jesus didn't even have a nest. Jesus didn't even have a hole. He didn't have a place to lay his head. He didn't even own his own bed. And people jump on that and go, Poor Jesus. Bless his heart. He didn't even have a place to lay his little head. And yet, on another occasion in John 1, somebody came to Jesus and said, Master, where are you staying? He said, come and see. And they followed him. He did have a place to stay. He wasn't just living on the street. And as you examine it carefully, you'll find he stayed in some nice places. If people say, well, you should live just like Jesus. Okay, Jesus never owned any property. He never had his own house. So why don't you go all the way and live like Jesus? And not own any property and not have a house. He also never got married. This is, well, they're finding out some things about that. Maybe he did. No, he did not. If he'd have got married, he wouldn't have hid it like some criminal. Did you hear me? He never got married. He never had any kids. Don't you believe those lies? He's not a liar. He never got married. He never had kids. So if you're going to live exactly like Jesus, you can't get married. And you can't have kids. Of course, you wouldn't have a house for him to live in anyhow. You can't own any piece of furniture. Jesus didn't even own a bed. You can't own any furniture or any house or any land. Hmm? And yet, other scripture like Malachi 2.15 talks about people being married and said God hates divorce. And that through the marriage union, he seeks a godly seed. Is it from other scripture? Can you see that it's God's will for a lot of people to be married? Would it be okay to have somewhere for them to live? Is this pertinent or not? Is it relevant or not? There are people that are up in arms about some of these things. And they're affirming you should live like Jesus. Well, if you believe that, why aren't you doing it? One fellow said recently. 
He said, some of these preachers, they come in here on jets. Jesus came to town on a donkey. And a lot of people, a lot of people said, yeah, amen. That's right. He came on a donkey. Well, now be honest. Examine it. Are you saying all of us should live like they lived 2,000 years ago? There are whole groups of people that have decided you should live like they did 500 years ago. No electricity. No cars. Well, why not back it on up? Why pick that date? Why not go on back, you know? If it's wrong to ride in a private jet, why isn't it wrong to ride in a public jet? Did you hear me? Well, Jesus came to town on a donkey. Well, if it's wrong to ride in a public jet, why wouldn't it be wrong to ride in a car? Jesus never rode in a car. Why wouldn't it be wrong to ride in a car? Jesus rode a donkey. So should you. How many understand that you can't have it both ways? If you're going to do this thing, then do it. If not, quit judging people and quit being a hypocrite. If we're supposed to be poor, let's be poor. Now let me ask you a question. Would you be more blessed if I was in rags this morning? Would it help you some way? Would it bless you? If I believed against any kind of prosperity, there would be no building for you to sit in. You understand that? Would you be more blessed because there's no building here for you to meet in? It takes a lot of money to run this place every week. What if I said, no, I'm going to live like Jesus. I'm going to get me a donkey. <laughs> now you're laughing, but what do these people want us to do? What do they want us to do? If you live exactly like Jesus lived, material and physically, you can't have a house, you can't have any property, you can't have any furniture, And not only that, he said, I am only sent to minister to the lost sheep of Israel. He didn't need to travel. He wasn't going outside that area. He never built a building. He never, you know, had a children's facility. He never went outside to minister to the lost. If you're going to be exactly like him and do exactly like what he did, you wind up not doing what he told you to do. He told us to go into all the world. Didn't he say it? How many know it takes money to leave town? Must let's go into all the world. (laughs) Now I could have gone to California to preach the gospel on a donkey. (laughs) But I wouldn't be back yet. Right? Would you be more blessed? That I'm somewhere in Arizona. (laughs) Doing all of five miles an hour. (laughs) Sweating myself silly. Being like Jesus. Hmm? Come on now. How many understand if it's wrong to fly in a private jet, why isn't it wrong to fly in a public jet? 
Why? Why isn't it wrong to ride in a car? Jesus never rode in a car of any kind. Well, it ain't that the car is wrong. Why? Who's making the rules on this? Well, it's those expensive ones. Really? Well, they could sell that $100,000 car and put it in the gospel. You could sell that $10,000 car and put it in the gospel. Couldn't you? What's the difference? Friend, there's some serious problems here. Serious problems. And it is robbing people of their faith. It is confusing people. It is holding people back. But it is an ingrained part of the church's thinking. Can't you tell already? This morning with me just touching on some of these things. You can just feel it sometimes. Are we supposed to be like Jesus? Well then go on and do it. Don't just pick little pieces here and there. Do it. Jesus never owned any property. He never got married. He never had any kids. He never ministered outside of just that immediate area. He never traveled. He never built any buildings. He he was on a short, this man said, I will follow you wherever you go. Here's a question. Where was Jesus going? He's not fulfilling the great commission to go into all the world and preach the gospel. He gave that to us. He's not fulfilling the great commission to build the church. Hmm? He was on a short course to the cross, wasn't he? Short course. If you're going to be just like Jesus, your ministry is going to be short. Like three and a half years or so. If you're going to be just like Jesus, you're not going to live long. If you've lived past 33 or 4 years, you're already not like Jesus anymore. Go to 2 Corinthians, please. This is something we must keep in our thinking through this whole study. And it would help us so much if we'd just say it over and over and over again until we get our minds renewed. To think right, 2 Corinthians, the 8th chapter. Whether you know it or not, we're making progress. Some things don't make you shout now, but later on you'll shout. 2 Corinthians 8 and 9. It says, You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though He was rich, yet for your sakes He became rich. Poor, that you through his poverty might be poor. Huh? He became poor so you could be poor. I said he became poor so you could be like him and be poor. He became poor. That you through his poverty might be rich. So that you what? Might be rich. So that you what? Might be rich. Well now, Reverend, that's spiritually rich. Says who? What gives you the right to add things to the Bible? If you read the context, he's talking about an offering. A money offering. And in the middle of the offering talk, he brings this up. Materially... And financially, he's talking, read these chapters carefully, chapter 8 and 9, carefully, you'll see what we're talking about. Let me read this to you from some other translation, the Living Translation. Do you all have that, guys? 
What does it say? You know how full of love and kindness our Lord Jesus was. Though he was so very rich. Is rich a Bible word? Then why do people treat it like a cuss word? Yet to help you. Oh, come on, there's breakthroughs in here this morning. To help you. To help you. He became, why did he not own even his own house? Why did he live like this? To help you. He became so very poor so that by being poor, he could show you how to be poor. Why does most of the church world believe that then? By being poor, he could what? He could make you rich. You do know I didn't write this, right? Another translation. The Jewish Bible. Do we have that? The complete Jewish? CJB? You know how generous our Lord Yeshua the Messiah was. For your sakes, he impoverished himself. Even though he was rich. How many understand that leaving heaven? Huh? How many understand? One minute. Not just streets paved with gold. Streets that are made out of gold. Not just gates with a pearl. Gates of pearl. That's the kind of place God is building for us and that he likes. Is heaven a poor place? Oh, no, no. He said, I go... To prepare a place for you. In my father's house are many efficiencies. <laughs> Not even many condos. Many what? Mansions. Is that the will of God? What about on the earth though? Does he have two different wills? One for the earth. One Didn't he say pray, pray, pray. God's will be done on earth as it is. In, he doesn't have two different wills. Now, the best you could experience down here is not going to be as nice as that. But it'd sure be something to, you know, get warmed up for. Get acclimated at least. <laughs> for your sakes, he impoverished himself, even though he was rich, so that he might make you rich by means of his poverty. Did Jesus experience poverty? Yeah, he did. He was born in a trough, wasn't he? He never even had his own bed, never even had his own pillow, I guess. Doesn't mean his needs weren't met. But when you contrast that with where he came from, but why did he do it? See, people have tried to say, well, he's showing you how you're supposed to live. Well, now, if he did, let's quit messing with it and do it. But we must differentiate between what Jesus did as our example and what he did as our substitute. We're supposed to live just like Jesus. There's a number of things you can't do just like Jesus. You shouldn't even try. I can't be sacrificed for sin. I can't go to the cross for somebody else. Come on, are you with me now? And I can't be sick so you can be healed. I can't be oppressed and depressed so you can be delivered. And I can't be poor so you can be rich. How does me being poor help you? 
then why do I need to be poor? If Jesus wants me poor, I want to do it. If it will please him, if it will help the kingdom, if it will help you, I'm telling you, I'd sell everything I got. I'd live on the side of the road if I knew it was the will of God. But how's it going to help you? How's it going to help people in this town or people outside this town if we got no money for internet, no money for church, no place to stay, no place to, how's it going to help you? How's it going to help you for me to be broke? How does it help me for you to be broke? Or isn't the opposite true? That if I've got ability and extra, I can help somebody. And yet, there's a real deal here. There are real issues. Would Jesus wear a Rolex? (laughs) Jesus never preached to anyone but the Jews. He went to the cross at an early age. He was on a short course to the cross. There were a number of things that are unique to Jesus' life that if we try to duplicate, we will actually miss it and not do what he told us to do. He didn't tell us to be poor. He didn't tell us to be sin. He didn't tell us to be sick. Those are things he did for us. So we could be free. Somebody say it out loud. He became poor. poor. For me. me. So I could be rich. rich. Not so I could be poor. So I could be rich. rich. Do y'all have the easy to read translation? 2 Corinthians 8 9. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know that he gave up his heavenly riches for you. And you might, see there, that's the translators, but how many know that includes earthly riches? He didn't live like a king. He didn't live in a palace. He didn't ride in a nice chariot. He did enjoy some nice things. We're going to see it here and there, but compared to where he came from. How many understand? From heaven, waking up in a trough. He, now read that last phrase. He gave up Everything. Why? So you could be humble and broke. No. So you could be richly blessed. Glory to God. How many believe this verse of scripture in the New Testament? Right here. That he became poor so you could be rich. How many believe it? I want to see. You believe it? It's in the Bible. It's the New Testament. You believe it applies to you. So when folks say, well, Jesus rode a donkey to town, so should you. Uh Uh-uh. He rode a donkey so I could fly in a jet. I know some folks don't like that, but if you don't like it, why don't you practice what you preach? I'm practicing what I believe. If you believe you're supposed to be broke, then do it. Practice it. Now, here's another point, though. Jesus was on a very straight, short course to the cross. No family, 
no house, no property, no stuff to deal with. And there are some positive elements about that too. Too much stuff can be a distraction. Did you know that? 1 Corinthians 7 talks about that. 7.35, he said uh, that you may attend upon the Lord without distraction. He said those that possess as though they possess not, those that use this world as not abusing it. Why? You can have too many things that takes up too much of your time. Can't you? I mean, just keeping it all clean, just keeping it all maintained and serviced, just keeping it all, you know, taxes paid on it and paperwork kept on it. It can be a distraction. And we are not down here to just see how much stuff we can accumulate to the point where it's distracting us from serving the Lord. It's cutting into time we should be using to do something else with. And Jesus is an example in that regard that he didn't have unnecessary distractions. And we can have the best of what we need or desire to serve God with, but we don't need a lot of extra stuff. Now, here's what we know. What would Jesus do? Don't theorize about what Jesus would do. What did he do? Here's what we know. Jesus was born, apparently, to poor parents. But as soon as he got there, money got there. We know it. Kings show up with treasures. Right? Gold. And it was enough to finance their move to Egypt and finance their move back, relocate their home and their business and to live on. We know it. This is not theories. We know. This is Bible facts. Jesus always had plenty of money. He had enough they needed a treasurer. To keep with, they had enough to minister to the poor and other people. How many of the poor don't minister to the poor so much? We know Jesus was criticized for eating good food with rich people. True or not? He was criticized for eating with wealthy people and fellowshipping with wealthy people. We know he had. Wealthy, very wealthy supporters that the Bible said ministered to him out of their substance. Extremely wealthy people that took care of Jesus. More than one of them, several of them. Not theory, Bible fact. If you've read the scriptures, you know. We know, don't think, we know Jesus wore very expensive clothes. We know Jesus received very expensive Personal gifts. We know it. Even his burial was one of the most expensive. We know it. Would Jesus wear a Rolex? Well, you got to answer it for yourself. <laughs> but we plan on delving into it. More next week. And more the next. Can you take this, friends? Until we get these things settled. Until we get, and we're not moved by people's yan-yan and their thinking and, and their tradition that has replaced God's Word in their life. We don't want to be covetous. We don't want to be idolized things. We don't want to love money. We don't want to have stuff distracting us from the plan of God and the things of God. We don't want to. And we're going to talk about, you noticed our text, didn't you? We're going to talk about that. But, 
in the midst of it. Nor do we want to let somebody else tell us what we can have and what we can do because of their goofy, unscriptural, unbelieving thinking. You with me or not? Let's obey God. Let's please Him. If He thought enough of us to buy it and pay for it, let's enjoy what He bought and paid for. Let's come up into it. And let's let Him bless us, not just to the point where our needs are met, but to the point where we can do things for the kingdom of God and for other people. Wouldn't this glorify Him more? Doesn't this in the greater blessing to other people the more that we're blessed? You know it's true. Stand on your feet, everybody. This ministry has been brought to you today free of charge by the partners of More Life Ministries and Faith Life Church. If you would like to help send this word to others at no charge, you can become a word sender today. For more information, visit our website at morelife.org.